Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! And now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits. Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he grabbed him behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yerzhinsky wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate, and Yerzhinsky not only bangs in the Barrett, bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Step up to the plate for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner. Posenda getting into it with some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. The fan. Let's do it. Hour two, hot corner. Joe Fish, Patrick Harris here. I'm running things. I'm the captain now. Mike Look Lynch. Into my eyes. <laughs> Mike Lynch out in Joyzy. <clears throat> uh, speaking of like pirates, I fell into a YouTube rabbit hole the other day of yeah. uh, of like Somali pirates basically getting uh, caught as they roll up on ships. So like they're they're cooking in their little boats, and as they're approaching ships, they just get fired upon. Holy hell! Just some unreal videos out there. <laughs> I mean, it's like real modern-day century pirates. <laughs> Legitimately, but with, like, AK-47s and heavy artillery, not like cannons being yeah. shot at each other. They turned this one boat into Swiss cheese. <laughs> Just bat, 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 bat. Dude, unreal. There was another one where they, like, tried to turn the boat around because they were getting fired upon. Mm -hmm. And then they, like, show, like, a zoomed-in view and the boat's just, like, in flames. And it's like... Great, now you get to bleed to death in the middle of the ocean in your on-fire boat. I hope it was worth it. Yeah, you got shot, you're bleeding, your boat's going down, so if you survive <laughs> the gunshot, you're going to drown. And a shark will probably get you. And if you don't drown, the shark's got you. Most definitely. Uh, and then that also led me to that uh, one video. Have you seen the video of the, like, I think it was the Coast Guard agent who basically hopped on top of, like, a submarine? I have not seen this. It is was one it, of the, it, Was it Tom Cruise? It very well could have been, but um, I don't know if it was Coast Guard or Navy SEALs or what, but um, basically they, like, 
catch this cartel submarine that wasn't like submerged. It was kind of just cruising mm-hmm. with the top part of it out of the water. By the way, we're in modern technology that a cartel owns a submarine now. <laughs> Dude, seriously. And um, it's not just like World War II where it was like three people have submarines. This this Coast Guard Navy SEAL agent hops on top of it and goes to the door, the hinge door at the top, and just starts banging on it. <laughs> And then sure enough, it opens up and a dude's in there, has his hands up like, oh, all right, you got me. One of the most intense videos I've ever seen because they're on like the high seas. That's it. That always cracks me up. It's like someone's banging on. They're like, let me in. You're under arrest. Why don't you just go underwater (laughs) (laughs) and just drown the guy? Exactly. Like, uh, can you not? I'm pretty sure submarines meant to go underwater. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we got uh, done with one controversy in baseball. And now we're, we got to take it to your team, Patrick. It's time for right. an, it's time for an intervention, and that's basically what the Cleveland Spiders did uh, mm-hmm. last weekend. Yep. I think it was. Um, they had a series in Chicago, mm-hmm. lovely city, lots to do. And uh, Jake Plezak, one of their young starting pitchers, thought so himself too. He's like, "Hey, I'm in Chicago. I'm gonna." Leave the team hotel and uh, go do my own thing. Yeah, yeah. He decided to go do his own thing and was caught. Going to tear the city up. He tried He tried to return to the hotel. He left August 7th, tried to return August 8th. So yep. uh, he had himself quite a night. He was busted. Team found out, decided to, uh, that was against team policy. So they said, you are uh, suspended from the team. You're going to have to get your own rental car and drive back to Cleveland yourself. You're not with the team because you have been exposed. And uh, <clears throat> Mike Clevenger, the second best pitcher on the squad, Plesak is probably the third best pitcher on the squad, uh, stuck up for him and said, hey, I think we're taking it out too hard on this guy and you shouldn't let's take uh, it easy on let's, him. Guys. Let's take it easy on him. Come to find out that Clev was with him <laughs> on such events. So, <laughs> so, so Cleveland sends uh, Clevenger with him, says you can't be with the team. You got to come back. And now they are demoted option to AAA. And this is a big deal. Because it is now affecting with their service time. Right. And now both of them will be under control potentially for an extra year at making crap dollars. Yeah, it depends on how long they keep them uh, down in the... I don't know the pool or whatever the hell. Yeah, they call it's like it, the, the minor league yeah, I don't know what it is. Pool. Alternate site or whatever they call it. Which must have been interesting when those two showed up. If like. The minor league players that are in there like didn't know about what the hell is Mike Clevenger and Jake Plesak doing here? <laughs> yeah, what what'd what you guys do? What the hell's going on over are there? Are you guys hurt? Like, <laughs> um, what's going on here? But yeah, you're right. I mean, like this has uh, repercussions not only for the team because uh, you just lost two of your best pitchers because of their own dumb mistake, mm-hmm. but yeah, they kind of screwed themselves because if they have to spend time down in the quote unquote minors for. You know, I was reading the article today. It's, you know, so many days for Plezak, so many days for Clevenger. It mm-hmm. kind of varies. Um, then, yeah, they could be having to test free agency a year later and arbitration a year later than they would like to, which means obviously a delay, how much money you can get. Uh, that's another year where, you know, it's sports. Things can go wrong. Yeah. You can get injured. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of repercussions could uh, come onto the Spiders and onto those two pitchers. And some things that I'm hearing is that Cleveland's potentially looking at dealing Mike Clevenger. Right. At trading him. Like, everyone's so mad at him. That is... Uh, everyone on the team is so mad at him. I, I like, think they that- understand that, that Zach Plesak kind of 
made poor choices and went out and broke team rules and all that kind of stuff. They, they, you know, but they're more mad that Clevenger stood up to defend him and lied in front of all their faces that a lot of guys are like, I don't know if I want to play with that guy again. Uh, right. And apparently, uh, what can you get on the market from Mike Clevenger? And apparently, uh, I just want to know what I can get from him in my fantasy league. <laughs> You're thinking about trading him too. Well, I'm thinking about dropping him. Yeah, if he's not doing anything for I, you. I don't have minor league slots. He's not hurt, so he's just wasting a roster spot. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, he's just sitting that. there. He's just sitting there. I finally got Jack Flaherty back because the Cardinals decided to play baseball again. You mean that uh, you were thinking about dropping him because you can't have that type of person on your team? Uh... <laughs> well, yeah, the kind of person that can't pitch, that can't play. <laughs> if you can't do that, then I don't want you on my team. Also, uh, Jake Plezak tried to uh, save face by posting his ex- attempted explanation on Instagram during oh which that he was driving a car while doing that. <laughs> With no seatbelt on. Oh, didn't catch that Yeah, part. he had no seatbelt on. Nice. Nice. There's this awesome There's this awesome moment. You remember, uh, did you ever watch The Simpsons as a kid? I did not. Okay. Well, there's this moment where there's this... Phil Hartman voiced this character, one of of the many great characters that he voiced. And he voiced this guy named Troy McClure. And Troy McClure was like, he was like a like a, a, a infomercial type salesman. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from fill in the blank. And he was selling some sort of product. And he said, you might remember me from digging your own grave and save. And that's what this reminds me of. It's like you dug your own grave to make sure that you could get out of it better, but actually you're just dead. Basically. Yeah. Like this is um, I, I've been more shocked at like the reaction from the teammates and the club itself, because I mean, players, they make mistakes off the field all the time. And granted, this is much different because, uh, you know, we're in a global pandemic and as all these protocols have been put in place for teams to stay safe and not get exposed, um, I understand it's heightened a little bit more. But, yeah, just the overall uh, reaction, and I'm basing who it was, one of the players. um, Oh, is Adam Plutko. Adam Plutko has been very, very upfront about this, that it's, you know, like, I don't know if I can trust these guys. Frankie Lindor has been very like, look, man, we live in a time of COVID and racial injustice, and this is just being selfish. Yeah. That that's what I'm saying, man. Is like they have to hold uh, your fellow players accountable, like they have. Is uh, I feel like it's not something I have seen in sports quite often. I didn't think we'd see it in Major League Baseball, but COVID. You know, I think there's a lot of people out there that realize, you know, that hey guys, wake up. This yeah. is kind of a big deal. A little bit bigger than you. Yeah. I really just wanted a Chicago deep dish. I'm sorry. Uh, I, mean, I want to, yeah. I want to sit at a bar. I wanted a Chicago dog. I'm sorry, yeah. and maybe wanted to check out a couple strippers. In yeah, Chicago, but uh, I want to sit at a bar and talk to a bartender. But I can't do that if we don't follow rules. Exactly. For just a little bit. I want to keep talking about this. We're against the clock, and uh, now that I am hosting, and this happens every time I host, I realize how damn hard it is to stay on the clock. And the funny thing is, I've been watching the clock, and I almost looked at you a couple <laughs> times today and been like. Break, 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 break. Yeah, so we'll do that. We'll continue this conversation next on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 
It is indeed the hot corner with Harris and Fish tonight. Hello. Mike Lynch out at the Jersey Shore getting loaded on some rum ham, I hope. Fist pumps galore. That's right. Um, so we were talking about this Cleveland Spiders situation with Mike Clevenger and Jake Plezak. And uh, you mentioned in the last segment about how it uh, will affect their paycheck, but you also mentioned the fact that they might be looking to shop these guys because from what I understand, your spiders uh, aren't doing so hot at the dish right now and probably could use some bats. No, Cleveland is really tough. I mean, Jose Ramirez is actually kind of coming around right now, and Frankie Lindor has had a little spots of brightness. No one's ever going to give up on Frankie. I mean, like I think we all realize that Frankie is – you know, a, a, a top player in Major League Baseball, and someone's about to pay him a ton of money. But the you staff... Say, you say someone as if it's not going to be the Indians. No, it's not going to be the Indians. Wow, They're no, not going to pay him. No faith, huh? No faith. Zero whatsoever in that management. Um, But that team has lived and died by their staff, anchored by Shane Bieber, who is the front runner for the American League Cy Young Award winner. Might be, you know, arguably next to Jacob deGrom, the best pitcher in baseball. <clears throat> And, but that, that rotation is that, that team is anchored by its rotation. Now, the thing is, is that rotation is so deep that they may be able to get rid of one of those guys. This is true. And what the market would trade for a Mike Clevenger, who's still under team control for two, three more years and if sits in the minors long enough this year for an extra year, you're talking about a King's Ransom. And he might have done the Cleveland clubhouse dirty, but he didn't do the Padres clubhouse dirty. He didn't do the Yankees clubhouse dirty. He didn't do the fill-in-the-blank clubhouse dirty. And those guys might be willing to give him a fresh shot. And what you could get for him, it, it to me, it's almost like as a team that can't hit, that can greatly pitch bullpen and starters why not i don't love the idea of dealing mike clevenger uh as an indians fan like bieber clev plesak plutko like that <clears throat> that's starting four and then uh saval it, like that that starting five is money that's what i want but if I can get up, give up one for, say, a top 10 prospect in Major League Baseball who happens to play the outfield and can hit the ball. <laughs> All right, I'm in. Sign me up. It's just like every GM in baseball <laughs> yeah. ever. Like, well, I do really like him, and he's been great. But you know, it, every time I think I about it, every time I think about it, you just get a little, <laughs> you know, like, bring it on, baby. Bring it, bring it on. <laughs> you know, because the idea of an uh, – an, an outfielder that can hit for home runs and all it costs is a pitcher that nobody wants to be on the team. Nom, nom, nom. Let's go, baby. <laughs> that up. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Um, I, again, I just go back to the reaction because I mean, you look at like an Astros team who literally picked up a, a domestic abuser and they're like, mm -hmm. Oh, well, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I guess we'll just go and win a world series <clears throat> and just forget about it. Right. Um, a role as Chapman. I mean, right. you see players do, uh, you've seen many players in many different leagues do egregious things off the field and still have a roster spot. And while, yes, I understand the seriousness of 
this and what is happening, especially, and we haven't mentioned this, with Cookie Carrasco and what he went through last year. Um, Leukemia survivor. Yeah, having uh, cancer. And to put not only the team at risk, but someone who has a who went through that and is mm-hmm. even at more at, uh, at risk than other players on the team. Uh, yeah. Highly irresponsible. When you lie about it, I understand you're, you, it's hard to build trust back once it's broken. Well, I think, you know, I think a lot of it is a, is a clubhouse mentality. And you when know? you have Terry Francona running that clubhouse, I mean, he's one of the more respected managers in MLB. Right. They're going to look to him and be like, well, coach, what are you going to do? What do you, what do you think about this? And if he's kind of like, meh, that it's, he's got to kind of look out for himself in a sense too, as well as the GM. You know, I, I, I think the Astros are a really great point in this because the Astros are willing to do whatever they can to win a world series. Buzzers banging on trash cans. They're cheating the game. They're cheating the game to win a world series. That makes me think if you're willing to do that, if you're willing to cheat the game, which is the number one thing, like let's remember Pete Rose is not banned from baseball because he lied. Pete Rose is not banned from baseball because he's a degenerate gambler. Pete Rose is banned from baseball because they assumed he tried to cheat the game. And once you try to cheat the game, Barry Bonds isn't in the hall of fame, not because he took steroids, but because he tried to cheat the game. And if you're the Astros and you're willing to cheat the game, then bringing in a closer who is an abuser, you're just like, well, I mean, that, that's not as bad as what we're doing. So, yeah, yeah, come on down, dude. Yeah, that, that doesn't bother us. You know, that, that's the same. It's, it's all about the mentality of your clubhouse. If you have a culture that's willing to cheat, beg, borrow, steal, rob, rape, pillage, you know, if you're willing to do all that, then you don't care who comes in. <clears throat> and that's why Osuna gets in on the Astros. Because he doesn't they don't, they don't care. They're like, "Oh, you beat your wife? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, how, uh, you know, you know, everybody makes bad mistakes. Just don't tell anybody that we bang on trash cans. By the way, here's your buzzer. You know, step back in line. Don't tell anybody." So, you know, it it all stems from the higher-ups, and I would hope that a guy like Terry Francona for a team that I root for, <clears throat> Has set uh, has set that precedent and made it like this is how we do things. And if you don't like it, get out of here. And I think I think the biggest thing is you know to say that these two guys are the only ones uh, towing the line of the COVID protocols. Oh, I'm sure it's going on everywhere. Exactly. And but that, what's and the classic baseball thing? If one person is doing it, everybody's doing it. And also, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Very true. Just don't get caught. Right. The number one thing is don't get caught. Nolan Ryan cheated his entire career, and he spent (laughs) his entire career not getting caught. So it's not so much the fact that they went and did this. It's the fact of trying to cover your ass and lie about it. Yep. And And Mike Clevenger, of the two of them, I would say that Jake Plezak almost gets a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt. And if you're looking to trade two of them, I'd probably keep Plezak and get rid of Clevenger. I mean, Plezak's also like 20 years old. Like, where'd you go? Who exactly, let you in? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who let so, you in the club? You can maybe pass that as Everybody a, in the club getting tips. And how old is Mike Clevenger? Maybe I'm I think he's giving, 23. Oh, okay. I mean, he's still young, but he's at least legal in the United States of America. That's true. That he's, other guy's not. And he's at least been in a clubhouse for a few. Dude, he's 29. 
Oh, he's 29. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dish him. Yeah. Like, See ya. I think in the fact that he was trying to be like, hey, guys, I think we're maybe being a little too hard on him. And the kid's to like, young. He made a mistake. Yeah, um, which, you know, I somewhat do agree with that mindset. But the fact that you were with him and you're somewhat saying that to cover your own ass, that is where it's like, yeah, okay, see ya. I mean, please act at this point. He does look like an idiot, you know, especially posting the Instagram video, driving a car, apparently not wearing a seatbelt. That just kind of makes things doesn't uh doesn't make things look any better for him. You're an idiot. As far as having good judgment. Um, but being a young player, I think you somewhat get a pass. Yeah. You don't know. I mean, you saw it with this uh now, this kid for the Seattle Seahawks, he didn't get the pass nope. for trying to bring in a lady into the hotel room. They just cut his ass. Dressed as a football player. Like, <laughs> how big is this girl? Do you think they, like, put her, like, in shoulder pads, a helmet, like, full-on, like, uniform and everything, had her walking Sorry, through the hotel? Sorry, she's an old lineman. What is she, 6'6", 280, dude? No, she's 5'4", 135. Yeah, I mean, if she's 6'6", 280, like, we're going to let that slide, man. I want to see this. So, if anything, you're going to have the benefit of the doubt um, with uh, Klezak saying, like, yeah, young dumb you know very uh very early in his mlb career this right. is all new to everybody he's probably not the only one uh towing the line as far as w- what not to do during these covid precautions and everything but clevenger trying to cover up for it i think that's where it's like all right mike what the hell busted yeah at that point and now that we know that he's 29 maybe a little bit easier to uh See what you could get from on the market. Yep. Trade deadline is at the end of the month, by the way, Let's August go, 31st. Let's so go, baby. Let's Indian, go get an outfielder. Uh, Spiders, they have a little bit of a decision to make. Let's go get an outfielder. <laughs> you, you're on the trade train, huh? I'm on the trade train. <laughs> yep. See ya. Funny what happens in a week. Beebs is untouchable. Clevenger, get him out. <laughs> yeah. How get him pissed, out. How pissed would you be if Shane Bieber did this? Oh, what if all three of them? I'd, I'd have just been like, I'm out of here. They had a pitcher's night out. The whole rotation. <laughs> My God. All right. So I guess this is just the controversy show because we go Tatis Jr. Well, you mentioned it earlier. This is the only time we actually talk about baseball because I'm like, did you see what, you know, like last week it was like Fernando Tatis is hitting home runs and people are like, who? What? Then you're like, yeah, that guy hit a grand slam. 3-0 pitch. And they were up 7-0. Everyone's like, how dare you? And I'm like, where the hell were you last week when I told you this guy was super good? And uh, well, Mike, gonna... Trout, Mike Trout does it tonight, and people are like, you know, that Trout, he's pretty damn good. Don't the Angels suck, though? Yeah, yeah, but Trout, <laughs> he's still pretty good. Of course he's swinging, you know, of course he's swinging freely on a 3-0 pitch with the bases chucked. Oh, man. All right, but the, what we're going to talk about after the break is essentially what uh, a lot of people are talking about on the social needs today. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, he was, like, the fifth trending topic on Twitter at some point tonight and uh, trending for the absolute terribly wrong reasons. Yikes. And we'll tell you who that was and why they were trending next on the Hot Corner. But first, I have sports for you. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Well, I was trying to find some sort of a beat instrumental or something like that. Apparently, Smoke Perp had a just flawless freestyle. Oh, when the limelight. 
Rhymes with spotlight. So I couldn't get anything in time. Should we do that? So as an ode to Mike Lynch, we play Humanity's Last Breath. Coming in the spotlight. Messing with the limelight. Oh, Red's, uh... Like, I can do that, man. Come on. Yeah, probably. I mean, if you listen to the rap nowadays. And I was telling Joe in the break that he, like, chance. looks over at the, at the like, host of this, like, radio show. It looks like a radio show, but it's, like, being streamed video-wise <laughs> as well. But right then he looks over and he's like, hey, man, cut it. Cut it. Like, I got nothing left. That was dope, right? That was dope, right? The days of Sean Carter don't quite exist anymore. Marshall Mathers ain't walking through that door, my friends. New. Uh, so, yeah, Smoke Perp asked to have his uh, mic cut on the freestyle. And Red's play-by-play, Tom Brenneman, uh, has to have his mic cut essentially immediately. Immediately. He stepped in it bigger than um, basically any play-by-play commentator I think I've ever seen step in it before. And I'll tell you what. I've listened to Tom Brenneman for years. I have always enjoyed him. I remember when I found out that he did the play-by-play for the Reds. I was like, cool. If I ever want to watch a Reds game, well, you know, I'll just throw the Tom Brenneman on because I like his voice. He seems to know baseball really well. Been a long-time guy. Sounds great. Let's do this. Yikes. Yeah. uh, Whoopsies. He was... uh... All over the internet today because I believe uh, the Reds had a doubleheader today. Mm-hmm. They did. It was their uh, first games back because they had to postpone. They some. had a COVID scare. Yes. They had a scare, but everything was fine. Right. So they were playing the Royals today. And uh, during the play by play, or excuse me, during the pregame of uh, the first game, they cut the cameras back to the field and the broadcast and everything. And it's kind of silent. You know, nobody's talking. Nothing's being said. And uh, he then used a slur towards gay people. Can we, are we allowed to play that audio? No. Not that you should by any means. No. Is that Um, that audio that your producer is just like, dump, 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 dump? I I cannot imagine the panic that happened in that (laughs) TV production truck. Ah, No! Yeah. Um, like Tom Brenneman just said this. You're like, no, he didn't. He's like, no, literally, we're on a 10-second delay. Make a decision now. And, uh, yeah, so, again, the, the video goes for about, like, 10 seconds, and there's nobody talking. And then out of nowhere, um, Tom Brenneman says, "One of, uh, I believe it was Bundle of Sticks City in America. And they were in Kansas City today. One of the biggest bundle of sticks cities in America. If you don't know what I'm saying, I mean, just Google it. Yeah. You, you'll get it. So, uh yeah, he it's said, the F word, and it's not the ones you don't let your kids say. No, it's well, the one we used to throw around as middle school kids all the time. <laughs> yeah, that, that we have learned quickly, uh, not quickly. You know, we've learned over the years that that is a very derogatory term. Yeah, um, props to towards my, our fellow human beings. Props to my sister. She's always been uh, over the years very um, adamant about that word and not using it. So if I'm going to give props to anyone, Ashley, shout out to her. She's always been on top of that to not use that word. The British also use the shortened version of that word for a cigarette. Yes. Okay. You, you get what we're saying. You here. get what we're saying. Um, so yeah. Kansas City, huh? In the way that he says it, it's not a playful joking manner. It, he puts some emphasis on it and you can tell he, you drop the F word. There's no playful. <laughs> no, that's not playing around. No, there's a little bit of vitriol behind it. It's so, not playing um, around unless, you know, deep down inside, you got your own situation. You got to figure out if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so he 
was trending all on Twitter, obviously. I think, like, he was the number four trending topic, Tom Brennan, on, on Twitter. People tagging the Reds, letting everyone know, uh, hey, uh, come get your boy. <laughs> and um, I actually have audio. Get him! I have audio of his apology, and I'm going to play it. Because, I mean, we've heard all the apologies for mess-ups in the past, and I'm sorry, this is not who I am. But this is one of the more unique apologies in sports history. So let's have a Hit listen. me, baby. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. Oh, the Jesus as there's rap. a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> and so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize for the people. Um, yeah, so then he goes the on. just hit a line drive to right. That's going to be a home run. But, uh, <laughs> hey, whatever. Castellanos, not to mention the front runner for the National League MVP. Yeah. Just, uh, that, that, that's a line drive by Castellanos. That's going to be a home on run. On an absolute tear. Um, uh, if my bosses at Fox are listening, I pray to God you're not. And uh, it's pretty i mean that those apologies always kill me this is not who i am even though i said it less than five hours ago i was off my medication and now i'm <laughs> on my medication and uh it wasn't in that part of the video but he essentially at the end of the apology and after that apology he was done like he handed, pulled him he handed the game off to another play-by-play -play commentator so yeah, that might be the last time we ever hear from Tom Brenneman on the call of a play-by-play -play for the Reds or any sports ever. It's just too bad. Tom Brenneman, really good at his job. Hey, that voice, it's that buttery, voice, it's, it's buttery it's, smooth. It's, it's fantastic. That guy knows baseball. He knows what he's talking about. It's really too bad. It's a shame that we lose Tom Brenneman. But guess what? You cannot, <laughs> you cannot marginalize other people based on the color of their skin, the orientation of their life, and who they are as people. You just cannot do that. And, Come uh, on, dude. Dude, have you not been paying attention? <laughs> not to mention, have you not been paying attention for the last 50 years? Have you not been paying attention for the last 50 days, bro? Like, come on, man. And when I laugh, it's not because, oh, that's hilarious. What a, oh, Tom Brenneman. Good good one. Good lick you got in there. It's <laughs> like, I laugh at just how stupid people are. Right. Like, to just not be aware. Yeah. And other of what's going on. People have been saying, it's like, man, if he says this in uh, off air, in the workplace with other people around him with him imagine what he is saying in his own free time yeah amongst his buddies which is which is really this the sad thing i mean uh, and and that i that i find that that is just another thing that's just so tragic when you see you know and i'm not woo i'm not boo-hooing tom brenneman no he's gonna get what comes to him uh but that's just what's just so dumbfounding about the sports world is that you know the you know the majority of sports that we that we follow that we watch are very diverse sure hockey might not be diverse in terms of the color of your skin but hockey is very diverse into the culture that you come from uh what else what else was i thinking of about this nascar nascar is the same thing not very diverse in the color of skin however when you are around major league baseball the national basketball association the national football league college football you know soccer all this kind of stuff the, the the fact that you're around this and for someone like Tom Brenneman, who has been around baseball for basically his entire adult life, who has who was a kid watched Roberto Clemente and, you know, Reggie Jackson and Ricky Henderson and, and all these different great black athletes and Latin American athletes to just to just can still be so 
ignorant and calling Kansas City the, the basically the gayest city in America, which, by the way, I didn't know. That makes me kind of want to go to KC. I was going to say, yeah, has, like, he not, has he not been to San Francisco? <laughs> like, like uh, I don't know. Is KC the place to party right now? I mean, all my homosexual friends are great. I will Just say, as great as all my heterosexual friends. The gays do know how to party. Sometimes we all like know how to party. They do know how to party. And apparently Kansas City is on my list of places I want to go. Thanks, Tom Brenneman. I'm sorry it cost you career. <laughs> not sorry. But uh, thanks for in, in, th- indulging me that maybe Kansas City has got a little more culture than I realized. Uh, I'm going to play the last part of his apology because I think it's uh, the the funniest part about it is when people are caught in these situations and they essentially plead for people in their life, please save me, back me up on this. That's a deep fly ball from Castellanos. Anybody that I've offended here tonight, I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. That is not who I am but uh, and never is. has been. It, but it and is. I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that... Uh, that could back that up. I am very, very sorry, and I beg for your forgiveness. Jim Day will take you the rest of the way home. Oof. That's a tough way to sign off on your career. Fly ball. <laughs> Caught. And Costiano's <laughs> just rips that into right center. That's what I can't get away from. He's like, uh, I think I said something that I want to apologize for, and that's a rip from Castellanos. That's going to be a home run. For nothing. Uh, either way. Uh, go, go Reds. Yeah, go Reds. Also, um, what was her name? Marge? Midge? Uh, their old Marge owner? Shot. Yeah. Um, I think with the history. One of the most racist people in the history of the game. Bro, I did a little Wikipedia uh, look on her because oh, I, I wouldn't. I was aware of, I was like, oh, yeah, didn't they have a It's fl- a scary thing to see what that woman got away with. Yeah, if you're the Reds, uh, you got to fire him and get rid of him because mm-hmm. of the past that you have had with uh, Marge shot there. Um, because, again, it was like I knew about her, and I was like, oh, yeah, didn't they have that old racist lady as an owner once? And I was yeah. like, yeah, let me jump on that wiki page and see what she said. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she was not just racist. She was anti-Semitic. She was homophobic as well. So I think that uh, the Reds, with having the past that you have had with her, you, you can't have this. Obviously, in 2020, basically any sports organization can't have something like this happen and expect it to be swept under the rug. But, uh, yeah, Reds have a bit of a checkered past when it comes to uh, this kind of stuff. So uh, he don't. Well, JR says it best on the uh, fan text line, 503-250-1080. First rule of radio, every mic is hot. Yeah. Every mic's hot. It happened to me in middle school or in high school. Happened to me real bad. Real (laughs) bad story. Yeah, we were having a conversation. Uh, It was my senior year of high school. I did the morning announcements. It was televised. And... We, I was my. No sec- one gives an S about this school, anyways. My, uh, oh, my, my, uh, my, my second period class. We were talking about um, today's lunch is meatloaf. We, we were talking about we. Were, it was my senior honors seminar class. So it was an honors class, you know, and we were having a very intellectual, deep conversation for <laughs> 17, 18 year olds in oh, high school. Oh no! And we were talking about um, homosexuality. We were talking about the spread of HIV. And. We were having this conversation and someone someone brought up the concept of was homosexuality a reason in which HIV spread more? And we were kind of talking about, you know, how there's education and all this kind of stuff. And I, I remember saying the same thing in class and it's it's spilled over into you as said we were, the same thing that Tom <clears throat> Brenneman said. <clears throat> no, <clears throat> <clears throat> excuse me. And I was sitting in I was sitting in. We were testing mics for the morning announcements and. The microphone went hot as they 
pushed the dial up to check my voice and I was talking, having the same conversation we were talking about. And I was talking about how it was such an unfortunate thing that homosexuality gets labeled for the spread of HIV because nobody's going to sit here and say gay people are the reason we have AIDS. That's a stupid thing. The reason is, is that we didn't understand the virus. There was no protected sex at the time. The microphone went up, and all the microphone heard me say was, gay people are the reason we have AIDS. Oh, no. <laughs> and it went, across, it went across the entire school. And fortunately, oh, <laughs> fortunately, I had a very fantastic senior teacher, Miss Pam Stanek, RIP, uh, who stuck up for me, but I instantly had to go to the principal's office and was like, look, hey, go check my sources. Like, there's no way in shape or form. Rule of thumb, the mic's always hot. And I learned that I learned that real quick at a young age. And you will be burned at the stake outside of school at 3 p.m. Yeah, today, yeah, yeah, Patrick. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And fortunately, I found out halfway through and was able to issue an apology that was not interrupted by Nick Castellanos going deep. So that's a good thing. And uh, we will have <clears throat> chicken sandwiches and tater tots at lunch today. <laughs> Sloppy Joe as well. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's uh, much better than what I did. I just dropped the S word a couple months ago when I was on the phone with Dirt and Sprague talking about my golf round. So uh, I was listening to that. I, I, <laughs> I'd much rather have my incident. I actually listen to Dirt than... and Sprague quite frequently, and I caught that. And I was like, nice, Fisher, Yep. with the S-bomb. First one in five years. That a boy. Well, you're beating me, man. You're better than me yep yep so hopefully i can hit some piss missiles out on the range <laughs> yes! tomorrow though piss missiles for life and uh yeah hopefully that that se uh golf round will forever be in the past yep so. adios muchachos all right last segment coming up we'll figure it out hot corner on 1080 the fan This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Hot Corner with Harrison Fish tonight. We just have a couple uh, minutes left to go here. Where's the damn hour one of the podcast, Joe? My God. I swear to damn God, it. if I have to hear What the hell is this, Joe? I blame Jeff Russ. I know okay? you didn't produce primetime today. I know it's not your job today, but be damned. This is your fault. I'm taking this out on you, man. Mike is... I am sick of this. Where is it coming? <laughs> my day is destroyed. Where's Mike Lynch? I'm out of here. I should call Mike and be like, hey, man, can you uh, post hour one? I'll We're text him right problems. now. <laughs> I'll text him right now. It's like midnight his time. I'll be like, Mike, where's the damn hour one of primetime? Because if I don't hear primetime on a Tuesday, excuse me, a Wednesday in the middle of August when nothing's going on, Damn it, I'm mad! Patrick. Sorry, I'll calm it down. Reel it in. Sorry, sorry. Reel you know in. this show, man. You know this show. Mike has set such a standard with that podcast, though, that he literally, after the hour ends, he has it posted within, like, five minutes. Half these people aren't even listening to this show. Half these people <laughs> don't even know this show exists. They just turn on 1080 and we're like, whoa, that sounds local. Oh, Joe Fish is there? I'm going to blow him up. They just know that there's a show on from 7 to 9 on Wednesday nights, and they won't listen, but they'll yeah. just text in just in case they don't get As the As far as they podcast. know, this is the Luka Doncic recruiting show. <laughs> Most points throughout first two career playoff games in NBA history. That'd be Luka Doncic. Didn't you know that huh bet you didn't learn that in hour one of prime time pretty impressive though 
I mean, it just said it on the TV. I didn't really know it. It was just up there. I'm going to just start re uh, just tweeting out graphics that I see on the TV and acting like it's stats that I know off the top of my head. <laughs> Did you know LeBron, first NBA player with a 2015-15 triple-double in playoff history? And no, I didn't just see that on the graphic on the lower third of the TNT game. Just, nope. like, try to type it in as fast as you can and fire it off before, oh, like, anybody realizes it. Crazy. Whoa, I was above the times. How about that? I was above the times. Yeah, you know, I'm just dialed in with these stats. What yeah, can like, I say? Half the time a game starts, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, do you know if that if, if Dame has a triple-double tonight, that'll be the first time a player has three triple-doubles in the same game? And I, I heard that because, like, Casey Holdall was on – Dirt and Sprague or something earlier that day and said it. Then they said it right before the game. And then at the beginning, Jeff Van Gundy's like, you know, if Damian Lillard has another triple-double today, that'll be the first three. They're like, whoa, dude. Why aren't you on TV? And I was like, no, literally, I watched three guys before this guy say that. <laughs> Patrick, you have uh, opened Pandora's box. I don't know if you've seen the text line. No, that's why I did it, because I looked at it. It happened during the break. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm, I'm over this. Sorry, things need to be said. I am not a producer. I've never produced a show for this for this station before, but I've been here long enough, and damn it, I'm tired of the abuse. Yeah, I think that's three separate phone numbers within the last 10 minutes that I've uh, asked about uh, hour one. Of, yep, I'm uh, tired of the abuse. Podcast. You don't understand. We're all underpaid, and we work super hard. <laughs> We're like teachers. We're here because we love our job. We're here because we like this. We love the children, a.k.a. the text line. <laughs> oh. Bam, 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 bam. No, I, I said this to someone last night. The text line, one of my favorite parts about this job. To save some face with the text line now and so they don't come after me. But seriously, I don't know what we would do without the text line. Patrick putting on his glasses, not saying a damn thing. <laughs> He's out of here. Catorces. <laughs> But yes, I will stay after the show posting the podcast of hour one and two of the Hawk Corner. Suck it. And yeah, suck it, losers. Yeah, I'll get to hour one of primetime as well. I'll fix that. I don't know what happened, but yeah, I see the text messages, people. All right. We know. We know. My God. We know. And it's all Rust's fault. Yeah, I am just going to lambast him via text like you douche. How could you put me in this position? You are dead to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, look for the podcast or our show. Look for the podcast for Beers on Us. Yeah. That's not my show, but I'll pub it. It's a great program. Already dropped today. Go get it wherever you get your podcast. Radio.com, 10 the fan. And uh, do something uh, that I would do, Patrick. Hello. Like post hour one of Primetime Podcast. Damn it, Joe. You better figure this out or I'm going to lose it. You guys have a strange addiction with that show. I don't know what you see in it. All right, see you next week on the Hot Corner on Tanny the Fan, everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.